Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Welcome. And in this episode, we're going to talk about three practical steps you can use to implement change in your organization. Now, implementing organizational change is... It's been a troublesome uh, issue for leaders for decades, if not centuries. Uh, you know, dur- during the 1940s, uh, Kurt Lewin created a model to help f- leaders facilitate change in their organization, and and his model is unfreeze, change, refreeze. Uh, three basic steps, and and they offer a simple paradigm uh, for you to build change into your management uh, plans. The the simplest method of understanding the concept is to consider a cube of ice. Uh, let's say you've made pink ice cubes as a summer treat, but thought that uh, your children would enjoy pink ice cubes shaped as unicorns. Uh, you're also out of dye, and you, uh, you don't want to make a special trip to the store. So to create the change you wish, you're going to have to unfreeze the cubes, place the colored water in a new mold, and then refreeze the water. Creating change in your organization is actually kind of a similar process. The first step is to unfreeze the organization uh, and then um, change the organization and then refreeze it to the new model. So the first step is unfreeze. Uh, You know, change can only begin after you as the leader uh, have identified the need for change. Only then can you begin to develop the change you need in your organization. It, it develops by, or involves rather, identifying the status quo and breaking it down. Um, and this involves developing a compelling message showing why the change is necessary. You know, we want to lay out why the status quo won't work anymore. You, you might include financial data such as revenue or income or costs or productivity metrics, or better yet, even patient satisfaction data. You will likely challenge your coworkers and your uh, employees' core beliefs as you do this. You know, you're going you're gonna, to um, bump up against their beliefs, their values, and their attitudes uh, as you try to unfreeze your organization. You know, just like when you might add on to a building, you're going to want to reevaluate the foundation. Um, you're going to take that same um, process as you try and unfreeze the organization. You know, be prepared to put everyone uh, off kilter a little bit um, and just know that you're going to get pushback from it. No one likes change for the most part. And... Um, some strong emotional reactions might uh, might ensue as a result of your work, but stay the course. By uh, by forcing the organization to reevaluate their core beliefs, their foundations, uh, you're going to unfreeze the current situation and prime them to initiate the change that you that you need. So what you first want to do is you want to determine step one is er, the first step of step one is uh, to determine the required change. You know. Survey and outline, diagram the current state, and understand how the change will push you closer to meeting your mission and purpose. The next step is that you're going to want to generate support. You know, you're going to want to elicit and gain the support from stakeholders uh, and the employees. 
And then finally, spend time crafting your message. Create a compelling story to explain the vision of your change and, and emphasize really the why. Remember, your mission and purpose is what you do it and why you do it. Or uh, Emphasize the why. Who's benefiting from this? The second step is to change the organization. Uh, and, and once you've thawed, you know, you've unfrozen the current situation, it's time to apply the mold of change that you desire. Now, expect your people to be uneasy and uncertain about this change. Implementing this new mold, if you will, won't happen quickly unless you've invested the time and energy in teaching them how the change will benefit them uh, and the patient. Uh, the change you're implementing must support your mission and purpose, and it's always good to reinforce your mission and purpose by uh, implementing this change and getting their buy-in. Just because it's good for the patient doesn't mean that the people affected by the change are always going to accept it. Um, so you're going to want to tie um, their desire for your mission and purpose to the desire for the change that will ultimately help the patient. Then, um, you know, also be aware that the change might hurt some folks um, as you move along away from the status quo, all right? Others, uh, you know, they, they might eliminate a position or uh, eliminate a particular job duty or something. Just be aware of that. Also, others, they, they might take a while to recognize the real value of this change, but, but as a good leader, you will be able to anticipate these situations and work to minimize them. And really the key to all that is good communication. Communication will be crucial and will require a lot of time invested by you as the leader. A hands-on approach actually might be necessary as you lead change into this new mold. Um, so the first uh, step you're going to want to take as you change the process is communicate often. Always be communicating. Describe the benefits and reinforce that every time you speak. And explain how the change will affect everyone and how it supports the, the mission and purpose. The next step you want to do is you want to dispel any rumors. You know, um, Answer all questions openly, honestly, and quickly. Uh, and uh, deal with the problems immediately. Uh, keep your ear to the ground and listen for rumors. And uh, don't let them sit around for too long before you deal with them. Third step is to empower action. Um, and what, we, what you want to do is you, you want to provide opportunities for the people involved and those affected by the change to actually play an active role in developing and implementing that change. And then, obviously, step four is we're going to involve the people. So create milestones of this change in this process and post them where everyone can see, you know, and hold yourself and your people accountable for meeting or missing the milestones. And then finally, once we've implemented this change, we've, 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 we've unfreezed, uh, unfrozen uh, the process, broken it down, we've implemented the change, and then we want to do the last step, which is refreeze. So once the changes have been made and, and they're accepted and, and they're meeting our metrics by our, the people of, of the organization, you want to freeze that change. You want to lock it in place. How do you know when it's time to freeze? Well, that's a good question. Well, you want to examine your productivity charts and metrics. Um, you want to look at your satisfaction scores or whatever metrics you're using, or maybe it's financial. You want to ask, have the errors stabilized? Uh, you know, what are people saying about the change? Um, is there a, any more pushback from this change? 
What are the what what what's the behavior of those people involved with this change? Even though change is constant, a brief period of time where stability exists is important for your, the people in your organization. Being in a continuous flux of change will hamper your, hamper your efforts to meet your mission and purpose. So it's important that you freeze it and let it set for a while so that people can look back and say, oh, we were there, but now we're here, and let them be there for a little bit before you want to change again and take them to the next level. Um, give them a, a little bit of stability. Now, when you when you do get that point and you are at the point where you refreeze, take time to celebrate the implementation of the change, you know, and, and reinforce why that change was made, you know, and use the data, the financial metrics, productivity metrics, your patient satisfaction scores, and share those with your people and say, this is where we were, this is why we made the change, and this is where we are. And uh, also be take time uh, to name those folks who are instrumental in implementing the change and give them the credit. Um, so in summary, you know, when you want to implement change, this actually I think is a pretty easy model for you to kind of get your head around. Um, it's uh, unfreeze, break it down, examine the foundations, see where what's wrong, break down the status quo, decide where you want to go based on your mission and purpose, implement that change, always be communicating, um, and uh, lead your people through the change. And then once you get there, stop refreeze it and give your people a break well i'm very happy you've decided to invest in yourself today uh it is probably the best investment you'll ever make thanks for listening and if you're enjoying these podcasts please share them with your friends and colleagues uh, i hope you have a wonderful day and i'll see you next time